Hey, this is Kevin from Kevin's Barbecue Joints, and welcome to episode 316 of the Kevin's Barbecue Joints podcast. This one's awesome. This is with Joe Zavala from Zavala's Barbecue in Grand Prairie, Texas. The timing of this couldn't have been perfect. We've been trying for a little while to do this, and it ended up being a couple days after he found out that he made the Texas Monthly Top 50 which comes out every four years, and it was really special. And so I was excited, too, to talk to him about that because I wanted to talk to him about his new brick-and-mortar location, relatively new because I spoke with him three years ago. So it's new to that interview, but it's been open for a little while. So I wanted to talk about that, talk about the hours, what they offer, and, of course, what his feelings are about making the top 50. It's a big accomplishment. At the beginning, in between our two interviews, he had a bout with cancer, he still has cancer, but it's in remission. And we talk about that. So the interview starts with that talk. And although it's not barbecue-related, it is in as much as there's a lot of people that are diagnosed with cancer every day. And if you're watching this or if you're listening to this and you know of someone or you yourself are diagnosed, this little portion at the beginning, 10, 15 minutes, might really help you or maybe give you the opportunity to reach out to Joe and talk to him because he would love to hear from you and give you any advice and, and how to deal with this properly. And we talk a little bit at the end about it too. But it's interesting and I think it gives you a chance to know what he went through and what making the top 50 and being a successful barbecue joint really means to him, especially having gone through what he's gone through and especially with his wife and his child and his team. And so it's, it's really important. And he talks a lot about his wife and how important she was during this whole battle as well as right now. So she has definitely been the rock. But we get into his menu in depth. He's open three days a week, and they're also open for breakfast a number of days as well. And they have a special coffee program, and he'll, he'll discuss that. And they have a fajita night, and they also have on Saturdays now for the Till the end of time, they'll have breakfast because that's something that they didn't have before. They'll have breakfast tacos and coffee. So there is a lot to glean from this. Joe's awesome. I, I really think you're going to enjoy his candor, his optimism, his laugh, his infectiousness. I'm so proud of he and his team for making the top 50. Go visit them in Grand Prairie. I'll put all their information below in the show notes as to how to get a hold of them, what their hours are, all that good stuff. I'll also put a link to his website because you can pre-order and that's important, especially with making that top 50 list. And then you could also order merch off of his website. And also, also lastly, all the photos at the beginning of the montage, if you're watching this on the YouTube side, are from Kelly Yandel, Kelly Yandel Photography. I'll put a link to her stuff. They were all from a recent visit. And there's some really great photos, and there's a great photo of he and his wife, so I wanted to make sure I included that. You can check her stuff out at kellyendell.com. You can buy all of her prints. If there's anything she's ever photographed, to send her a note. She can make you a print of those. She's an amazing photographer, so I thank her for letting me share those photos in the montage. I have a website at kevinsbbqjoints.com. As I always say, you can subscribe to this. That way you don't miss out. But at the end... Everyone stay safe and be sure to visit your local barbecue joint. They need you. You know, we partied on Monday and then we went straight to work yesterday and then we're a little behind right now, but it's just because, you know, we're, we're anticipating we should be busier. So we're doing like half to double our, what we normally do. That's interesting. I was going to ask like if, yeah, what you guys are anticipating and then it'll be interesting just to see what that turns out to be. Yeah. Cause you know, like I'll be quite honest. Like we're, we were, I don't want to say slow, slow, but we're slow. We're only do 12 briskets on Thursday, 15 on Friday and 15 on Saturday. So we're going to do 20 briskets on Thursday, 24 on Friday. And we're going to do 30 on Saturday. And then we'll par up everything else with it. Um, and just, you know, go from there as a, as a starting point. 
Yeah, it, yeah, that'll be interesting. Can, can I keep a little bit of that, of that in? I think that's interesting. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that, no, that's totally fine because I know everybody's like, oh, they're probably making like a whole bunch of briskets. I'm like, no. And like, even when we're making 12, 15, and 15, like we would have three or four left over, you know? So it's just. It'll be interesting, I guess, too, as holiday season comes up and people are because it's it's an interest the timing is different than the, than it was four years ago for people it is and then you know we should have a, a roach is making us a new or a cucaracha is making us a new pit that we should have this week or next week oh nice thousand gallons so we'll have so we'll have three thousand gallons and then we have a 500 uh two of them from a cucaracha but our first smoker we ever got was from aj out of Fort Worth. oh yeah yeah, yeah it was from AJ. i forgot about that yeah yeah okay yeah no i i absolutely love aj smoker it's just He's so popular now, it's uh, hard to get in his line. He's such a cool guy. And he's, a lot of these guys, like people don't realize how busy they do get. And then it ends up like way far. Like, I think that people now are just trying to search for someone that could actually make something for them. Yeah, you know, and I was talking to AJ back in May that I made a new one. And he was out uh, quite a bit. So, yeah. you know, just, uh, you know, having to have conversations. So, yeah. So if you're watching this and you want to get a, a pit, call people now because... <laughs> It's going to take a lot. Yeah. And I see everybody like, I think Dane got new pit coming from Syntex. Uh-huh. I know uh, it looked like her got a new pit. Uh, I know I think Panther has a couple new pits coming in too. I know Goldie's is working on some new pits also. So it's just like, yeah, hopefully we're going to have to use them. So yeah, we'll see. definitely. And your, your backdrop looks so killer right now. It looks such a, it's such a cool, it just looks interesting. It looks almost like you're in a fake like bubble thing like that's that you created okay. for this well so and so we we talked i think it was almost three years to the day or it's like, that's when i posted live that's when i posted it but i think and we and our it was only audio it wasn't youtube so yeah we uh screwed up on it we or were something. talking yeah we were talking we were building out the restaurant yeah uh, i think we talked october november and we opened february of 2019 do you talk about the cancer is that something that you're open about is that something yeah, yeah that... i'm open like okay. i just said like no, no, like definitely like it's one of those things i was like uh but now like for all the people that have gone through it like i feel like it's my responsibility to do whatever i can because if it wasn't for the people that had it before me like the medicines wouldn't be here the funding wouldn't be here yeah so you know just and also like the biggest hope i got was people telling me i'm in remission and i was like yeah you have fucking cancer what and uh and so it was really uplifting knowing that people are in remission people you would never even know were in remission yeah. and uh no yeah definitely like i'm, I'm totally open uh, to yeah. talk about my so i have multiple myeloma I, I was diagnosed in 2019 and the only reason i found out was because uh, my son was choking i slipped and fell did a up down with one arm and i, I just like i was like shit i just tore my rotator cuff so i get it go to the room and we get whatever is out of his mouth and I'm like, oh, crap, I tore my rotator cuff. Literally that day, I had a doctor's appointment I set up because I've been having real bad sciatica. And I was like trying to figure out what the hell is going on. So I go to the doctor that Wednesday. I'm like, hey, man, can you look at my stuff? And I was like, my shoulder, I think I tore my rotator cuff. He's like, does it test? He's like, let's do MRI. Let's uh, make sure everything's okay. So Black Friday uh, in 2019, I go to do MRI that following Tuesday. I go, uh, I go to the doctor. And uh, he comes in. He's like, there's something I don't like in there. I think he got cancer. I was like, what the fuck did you say? He's like, cancer. I was like, what? He's like, I want to get it checked. I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, all right. So uh, December 10th, December 9th, excuse me, we go see a specialist that he sent me to. And he's like, you're fine. 
It's benign. It's not cancerous. It's just a giant cell tumor. We need to get it out of your shoulder. And he said, if we don't get it out of your shoulder, your shoulder will collapse because of the tumor. Oh. I was like, I was like, he's like, we can't do surgery. I was like, today? And he's like, no, 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 we can't do it today. But we can do it tomorrow. I said, fun. Let's go do tomorrow. So the next day, uh, we you know, go into surgery. All my family and friends are there, my wife. And every time, like, it's benign, right? It's benign. Everybody's like, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. And the doctor comes. We're about to go into surgery. I'm like, hey, how long is the surgery? He's like, no, like two and a half hours. So what happens if it's cancer? He said, 30 minutes, we, you know, close you back up. And I'm like, what? Uh, so I woke up from my surgery and asked the nurse. I was like, hey, how long was uh, my surgery? And she was like, 30 minutes. And I was like, fuck, oh. I got cancer. Uh, oh. so and that's my- weird. That's like, it's, it's on your brain no matter what. Like, even though like, you were out of it from the anesthesia. Yeah. So my wife walks up with my family and I'm like, I got fucking cancer, huh? And they're like, yeah. I was like, well, can we go get some tacos? <laughs> and uh, so. <laughs> wow. What an experience. And so then, so then what, how, how does it go forward from there? Did they end up opening you so back I, up in a I, week or so? So that December the 16th or 18th, I forget. I met with uh, one doctor. Uh, Dr. Cheek and Cheeks, and he was like, we were talking, and we're like talking about barbecue. Then he was like, Hey, has Daniel Vaughn ever uh, written about you? I was like, Yeah, actually, he came by. He's like, Are you kidding me? I was like, Yeah. <laughs> so we started talking about that. Then uh, he's like, Have you seen your other doctor, uh, your other oncologist? And he's a you know bone marrow specialist, blood con- cancer, and everything. It's like, No. And again, it's only been twelve hours since like I was supposed to go see them, and uh, you know we could get in touch with them. And it wasn't nothing that it was just like emails and, you know, they're, they're so busy. It was like, everybody's at the end of the year trying to use their deductible and I get it. And he's like, hold on one second. So he goes outside, gives him a call. He's like, he's going to see you right now. I was like, what? So he took me to go see the other doctor and the assistant comes up. She's like, he's busy right now, but he'll see you at two o'clock or whatever. He's like, go get some food and then come back. I'm like, all right. And they spent like two and a half hours saying, all right, this is the game plan. Uh, this is what we're going to do. You're going to be fine. And I'm just like, oh shit. So. We uh, put our game plan together January 3rd of 2020. Uh, we started my treatment, RVD. Excuse me, I have multiple myeloma. It's a plasma cell cancer. So it's in your bone marrow. That's where all your white blood, red blood cells, your plasma gets you know, made and everything. So it's, 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 a, it's a plasma cancer. And uh, it's just my, my plasma got excited and started attacking my body. And uh, they found that tumor there, and that's the reason that we knew it was. Uh, so the tumor, the tumor. If the, if you hadn't known about the tumor, that could have been a lot worse. Yeah, so if it would have been my other shoulder, like we wouldn't even known. Like if it would have been anywhere else, like we wouldn't yeah. even known. Because I actually have psoriasis. So you know, for the five years before I got diagnosed with cancer, every six months I was getting blood work, nothing ever came up. Wow. So literally, if it wasn't for me think I tore my rotator cuff because of my son. That's why choking, I and he was time. choking. That's why I tell him, and he hasn't done it again. And I, that's why I tell everybody he's my guardian angel. Like, <laughs> yeah, really, he I is. Someone uh, wanted you to know this, and so so then was it instant chemo? Or did they have to remove the tumor and all that stuff? So I was. Uh, I this was, isn't necessarily was, the cancer podcast, but I'm curious because no, no, this, this like, could we, someone like, could hear this, and yeah, because I didn't even know. Like, like I never thought I was gonna get yeah. fucking cancer. No one ever can try to get cancer. No. Right? I, I got educated really quickly. And so they put me in RVD. So it's Revlimin, Valcade, and then a type of steroid. Okay. And so it's a, it's a, it was a, a low form of chemo and then also some uh, amino therapy and then steroids. That was to get me into remission. So if you think of multiple myeloma, think of it as an iceberg. 
so we took care like the job was to take care of the cancer first like okay. so we took care of the cancer but the we know it's going to come water, back yeah. Okay. yeah so we know it's going to come back this type of cancer comes back so the, the ultimate goal is to do a stem cell treatment to oh. to suppress it so it takes longer to come back so i started my first part rvd to get t- get the cancer into remission so we started doing that uh immediately january 3rd my numbers started going down and i was technically in remission at the end of february and then of course they wanted to go one more month for me being in remission before we do the stem cell okay because they hit me with hardcore chemo like the hardest chemo you can get for uh one time um it's because they want to completely wipe your body out so you're a brand new kid uh or you're like a kid so i um i didn't tell anybody about any of this stuff i just kept it to my family and friends Uh, and as we're going through it then boom COVID hits. I'm like, fuck. Yeah, I know. It's like so, right the next month. Yeah. So the most blessed thing is, is COVID was almost a blessing too. Cause you know, even as I was going through all my treatment, I was going to be away from people. I was going to have to wear masks. I was going to have to be extra cautious because my immune or excuse me, my, my uh, immune system was. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, and so it was a blessing disguise that everybody had to do it too. <laughs> yeah. um, and then in Texas, the numbers started getting better, like all throughout the country in May-ish, right? So me and my doctor were like, we're like, let's 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 do the stem cell. Let's go. I said, all right, let's do it. Um, so, and so what does that mean when they get like, is it injected in your spine or something, or how do they? No, no. So it's uh, it's really cool. So what they do is they uh, take out my stem cells and they harvest them and they okay. go put them up and they freeze them. Um, so your goal is to get it at a minimum three thousand three million to four million stem cells okay um i was able to harvest uh 15 million stem cells so i still have some stem cells chilling just in case if i need to do other stem cell anytime soon and uh so then they hit you with a hardcore chemo where it literally wipes your body out and so then when they shoot your stem cells back in you they call it your birthday so you're born again so june 8th i was actually uh they injected me back with my stem cells and then I had to be in the hospital for like 10 or 12 days because my immune, like my white blood count and my red blood count was down to zero. So if I would have got like some kind of, uh, yeah, you, if I would have got sick, I would have, I could have possibly a little less thing, yeah. yeah. You know, I was able, you know, I had a great team, Dr. Berryman. He's the greatest man in the world. I tell him all the time, like, I love him to death. I'll do anything for him. And, uh, you know, June 8th uh, was my stem cells. I was born again. So literally this from June 8th all the way to this past, actually till like two months ago, I was getting all my vaccines like a kid all over again. So every vaccine a child gets, I was getting them all again. Oh, I didn't know I that. I literally got, oh yeah. They shot me back with all my vaccines. So I am, I am one year. So I have two birthdays. I have a birthday on June 8th and then on March 26th. So I get, I'm lucky. I have two birthdays. <laughs> That's nice. And my birthday is June 9th. So it was right, right around here. Yeah. So you always remember. Yeah. We'll always be close to each other. <laughs> That's so interesting. So then, so now it's, it's, so your system is. So I'm in remission. Yeah, I, I mean, remission. I'm in remission. It's going to come back, but the goal is like me and my doctor kind of joke. I know it sounds bad. It's like the longer I go, the closer it is to come back. Right. So, yeah. but the fortunate thing is, is like, there's so many more medicines out there. So many other treatments. Uh, and you know, I won the jackpot, typically the people that get this cancer are in their seventies. Um, so I was 34, 33 when I, when I got it. So, uh, I was really lucky. Exciting. Great. It's also a blessing because my body was able to take yeah. stem cell treatment because when you get to a certain age, it's really hard for 
your body to to be able to take uh, stem cell treatments. Well, you're putting your body through a lot. It's that's yeah. that's not wow, that's amazing. And I and I think you know it's again there's a lot of stuff I want to talk to you about, but I, that is something that was weighing heavy on my mind. And then Kelly had sent me that photo, and then it had and that uh, by your pit wall you show the days from remission, or what is that on your? So no, if so, someone comes so, by yeah. and sees your pit. Yeah, no, every, every, every week I was like looking at, so I looked at my, uh, my, uh, Kappa's. So it's, it's a ratio where it needed to be under, you know, one to one. So under 20. So I had my numbers, like at the highest point, it was at 1,414, um, my Kappa number. And then it got all the way down to 20. And right now my number is usually around eight to about 12. Um, so like I go to the doctor every month for the rest of my life to do blood work for us to look at my numbers um so if we see my numbers get out of control we can start treatments immediately you feel okay right now yeah i feel great you know um i have a great team in place yeah um i have the greatest wife in place the greatest doctors uh and you know just just really lucky yeah are you wearing a derby hat right now no no so are those yours? Uh, oh, those are yours. Oh, yeah, yeah. I saw one of those yeah, too. Yeah. So I'll just the color. Says, I thought uh, it was like Texas, <laughs> and then it says uh top 50. So I bought these hats, I bought 20 of them, uh different colors. Also have uh a oh, blue that's... one, they're all dyes. So I bought them from one of my best friend's uh cousins. He bought them at a, a flea market for he bought like 22 of them for like 50 cents each. So he sold them for like five bucks hold them for like a year and a half for something special and uh when the i knew the list was coming out so uh i had a made so we get into all the team and everything that's been with us from the very beginning but uh jerby actually uh took one because they were here on monday he's like i need one of those hats I'm like, oh cool well yeah it's it's, it's yeah. his it's his style for sure yeah yeah <laughs> well so how would so let's talk about that first and then kind of go backwards towards explaining more about your background and like how you got where you are at the, um, the brick and mortar location. Did you, what, what did you know? Then did you know that ahead of time then? Like, is this something that, did you have I'm any superstitious. No, no, I'm superstitious. Uh, like, you know, they did come out for photos. We did have like back check calls, but uh, to you actually see in print. Um, that could be whatever, right? Yeah, like it could have been honorable mention. I kept on telling everybody, don't get your hopes up because it's probably honorable mention. But, you know, like, I'm not gonna lie. Like, even, you know, Sunday night, I still, you know, couldn't sleep and you know uh when the website went down at 7 30 in the morning i was like oh shit and then uh i think uh, all my screenshots shows like 752 and like 755 and so the first thing i do is like just scroll scroll down the bottom of this year's alphabetical like, the great brain. and then i saw our photos and like holy cow we made it and i started crying the wife Start crying and we're just like holy cow that's like, a big deal like, like for people that might not know why is it such a big deal other than what you've been through. Man, you know, it, it's, you know, everybody opens a barbecue joint, right? And I think uh, the ones that really get it, understand, become part of the community, right? Like, we wouldn't be here right now to even have the opportunity to be top 50 if we didn't embrace our, you know, Grand Prairie. I'm born and raised here. You know, 85% of our business, 80% of our business is people from here. Um, you know, the other 10, 15, you know, percent are hardcore barbecue people than the other 5% just see a line just like, yeah, and they're like what is it yeah but you know we don't even like it's kind of weird like even when we started like it's like we had these big lines and like we don't have lines like it's just consistent and mm-hmm. you know our cells are up a little bit but you know it's just it, it's it, 
we're able to, you know, feed our community, able to help out where we need to help out. And we have a great partnership with the city. We make sure that we want to do everything right. And, you know, as you're doing that, you know, yeah, you know, the ultimate goal is to get that validation that, wow, okay, we do have some good barbecue. We do have good customer service. You know, that's, you know, comes out every four years. I think it was every five years before that. And, you know, the text top 50, it's like, it's just one of those things like we are now cemented in history for 2021 is one of the best, you know, barbecue joints in Texas. And, you know, it's kind of funny because, you know, when you probably talk to people from Texas, we don't say we make Texas barbecue. We just say we make barbecue, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And then you talk to people throughout and, you know, everybody's finding their own niche or whatever, but then you talk to people throughout the U S or even the world, everybody wants to make Texas style barbecue. And it's uh-huh. funny because we come in Texas now and I think for Dallas, Fort Worth, really represented. None of us are doing the same thing, right? Like everybody's different. And uh, that's a, probably the funniest thing ever is like people want to make Texas style barbecue, but even Texas style barbecue is different. Yeah, everywhere. it's not the same as it was. And it's especially too, it wasn't, it's not the same as it was on the last list or the year, the, the list before. It's it's evolved to such a, a great degree. And it's nice that people can put their signature that you don't just have, have to do the Trinity. You can actually do whatever, whatever you want that makes sense within your parameters. It, it, it is interesting that it's it's become that. And what is Grand Prairie like? So I think it's the greatest city in the DFW. We're located in the middle of DFW, literally like 15 minutes from Dallas and 20 minutes from Fort Worth, five minutes from DFW airport. We have every major highway that you need to get into in DFW. Uh, we have, you know, 20 for people that know DFW, we have 20 south of us, 30 north of us, 161 that goes right through us, 360 goes right through us. So it's people talk all the time that they didn't realize that, you know, Grand Prairie is a nice little town that we had this kind of downtown. They're like, wow, this is really awesome. My parents are five minutes from here. Um, my in-laws live across the street from my parents. Me and my wife were high school sweethearts. Oh. Uh, my best friend lives one minute away from uh, the shop. Um, and, you know, uh, City Hall is literally, I can throw a stone at it. Um, so it's really cool. Like we're literally in downtown Grand Prairie. So, so is it good to recommend that people move to Grand Prairie or would you rather not everyone move to Grand Prairie? No, it's, it's happening. Uh, people are moving here. They're realizing that, you know, it's a great city. Uh, we have, uh, you know, our city management, our council, they're, they're amazing. They're really trying to make um, the city impactful. And they put a lot of money back into things for the citizens to use. And it's really special what they're doing. And uh, we, we're, we are seeing a lot of people moving out here for sure. Yeah. Well, when, when I last talked to you, you were doing another job along with the barbecue. Are you doing that now? Or are you? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm a, I'm a consultant. I work for a great organization. I'm going on eight years with them. And I always joke with them. I was like, I can't go anywhere. I need insurance. Uh, so I, I said, just give me whatever job you need me to do. I'm going to do it. I want to be here for the rest of my life. Uh, you know, that's one thing ultimately that we're working towards as we get busier um, that, you know, we can provide insurance um, for our employees or give them the opportunity to purchase it or to be able to give them a, a, a funds to be able to subsidize um, their medical because I get it I, like you know I think uh, our t- my total bill is like 875,000k for my treatments uh, for cancer so you know I can only imagine uh, you know people in the restaurant industry like it you know it's crippling like yeah. it really is yeah and there's so, a lot of people that have uh, those have those bills hanging over their heads forever yeah yeah so you know it's like one of those things uh yeah yeah so you know i'm really i'm really fortunate my wife you know she takes care of a, a lot of uh of the special projects that we have going on in the oversight and the bonnie has been with us uh, for a long time she's our general manager okay and then, and then we have ellie who runs our pits 
Um, she's amazing. She gets here at three o'clock in the morning. And then we have Joseph, who's our lead slicer that I wouldn't know what we'll do without him. He's, he's, uh, he's, he's 19. When he started here, he was 16 washing dishes. Now he makes sausage. He pulls a brisket. He slices like he, he's amazing. That's cool. Oh, that's what a good, that's a cool little tight team. And, and because you are, you do have that, the other jobs, do you have to rely on your team? And I think that's an important step for anyone in business to be able to do that. Yeah. Yeah. And then we have uh, three others that, you know, um, Drake has been here for about five, six months. Jojo has been here for like five, six months. And then Pete's been here for maybe three or four weeks. Um, so, yeah. Wow. And then we had a Chuck barbecue rat. She was here. Um, I was supposed to talk to her yesterday. And so I told her I was talking to you. Yeah. So she was there. Yeah. She was here for about two months. I absolutely love her. I was like, please don't go whatever you need. Um, but I think she's gonna be helping out the Goldie boys. So um, I totally get it. She's uh, God, she's awesome. She's going to do some great things in the future. Yeah. I heard uh, her and Ellie were tag teaming in the morning. She was helping out Ellie a lot. Uh, and she wanted to really run the pit. So we made sure that we gave her the opportunity to do that. She did an amazing job. That's cool. So that's, that's, what was that day like when, with, with, uh, the Goldies team and they, did they all come over to your place? Is that what it looked like? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was just a spur of the moment kind of thing. Like, uh, you know, all of us, you know, we were just, you know, waiting for the list and, you know, I had a whole bunch of alcohol because I was going to enjoy the moment. I was going to, I was going to like, at one point, I think for at least about four hours, I didn't have my cell phone. Like, I didn't even know where the hell it was. And I can't tell you the last time that that happened. Are you still doing the podcast? Yeah, we're going to start it back up. Uh, it's just, man, you know, like, I don't know how you do it. Like, life gets yeah, busy. It's, no, it's... And, like, we've had more and more people saying, hey, when are you going to do it again? And so we do it at uh, our, our really good friend Cole's place. Okay. And then when the numbers started spiking again, we kind of like slowed down because we're going to have people, we're going to start having people on and then uh, we're just want to be like, you know, comfortable. And then we're just laser focused on making the list. So like, that was like all that we were, you know, yeah. just, just, just laser focused on it, but no, we're definitely going to start be doing it again. Yeah. Uh, it, was, I, it, it was fun. Yeah. You know, you, it was, it was a fun, I loved it. It was a lot of fun and it was, and I could tell like it was your personality was coming out and that was nice to, for people. Yeah. To, and you know, and I, and I, and I, and I think and I'm glad, you, you know, you do a great job and I'm really appreciative of everything you do. Um, you know, but it's the same story, not the same story, but it's like the story of how they, how we started, you know, how we go. Like, we're just telling the truth. Like, we were just like trying to survive. Like, we're, we wanted people to like understand like, hey, man, this is what's, I, this yeah. is what's really going on. Uh-huh. And the people don't realize what's really going on. And it's, and it's nice to get that inside information too from someone from the source it's actually <laughs> yeah and also you know i didn't want anybody to say like we make sure that we it's fine line because we want to be like poor poor pitiful me kind of thing right yeah of course like yeah. is it's like you went into business so you know like that's what comes with the but it's like man like covid was just a curveball you know i think everybody was just trying to figure out how to survive and we're still trying to figure out figure it out you know yeah it's it's still it still amazes me but i feel like barbecue was the best suited business for that but still it's not it's you now the numbers, especially with the meat prices going crazy. Like it's uh, briskets are ridiculous, but you know, COVID really uh, made us turn into hustlers. Cause you know, we, we started making burgers. We started doing hot dogs, we started doing fajitas. Like we're just trying to figure out any kind of revenue streams to get people a different price point. Cause barbecue is expensive. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, it, it, I'm not gonna lie. It saved, our, saved us. If we didn't have those other revenue streams coming in, then I, I don't even know how we would do it to selling barbecue. And, and you guys are open for breakfast, what, four days a week. Yeah, and then- yeah, so my wife runs, uh, we, we call it Moss Coffee Co. You know, she was a kitchen and bath designer. She got tired of her job. Oh. We're, 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 as you know, when we first opened up, we were only open one day, Saturdays. Yeah. 
So we had, we we're paying for this building and it wasn't being used during the week. So I asked her like, what do you like doing? She's like, I love organizing. I, I love coffee. I said, well, let's start a coffee shop up. And so we uh, hooked up with the Voca out of Fort Worth. They came out, trained my wife and Bonnie, bought, got our equipment. They roast our beans. So we buy our beans from them. Oh. Um, and it's been a great partnership. And so uh, this past June was two years. And yeah, and you know, it's you know, our ultimate goal is to have multiple coffee shops. Uh, I, I, I love Curtado's. And it's funny because I think there's a lot of similarities when it comes to coffee and barbecue. Like mm-hmm. once you have really, really good coffee, yeah, you it's get life-changing. so upset when you go to places and you're like, man, this coffee's not good. Yeah, well, it also makes you realize like how much bad coffee you've had in your life. <laughs> a lot of bad coffee. Uh-huh. And it's, yeah. And, and it's, I try not to, like a lot of times it's just a way to get caffeine in. Like it's just that, but it's when you have a real good cup of coffee, it's really special. And so that's what, so are you open four days a week for that or all seven days? So we're open Tuesday through Friday from 6 a.m. to 11 a.m. for a breakfast taco. So we'll do brisket, egg and cheese. Uh, we'll do uh, a potato, egg and cheese every single day. And then we'll have a daily special. So maybe a sloppy one, egg and cheese, uh, beef cheek, uh, egg and cheese, turkey, egg and cheese, refried beans, egg and cheese. Uh. We try to mix it up and give people another option. Uh, but the girls got absolutely uh, uh, were so busy today. They went through so many tacos. So hopefully it's a sign of what's to come. Um, so we may be having it up. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah that's, that could be a sign. And it, But then do people just come just for coffee? Is that something people do? Well, yeah, people come People come for coffee. You know, it's almost like a, it's your routine, right? Come pick up your, like, your coffee, go to work. Come yeah. get a taco and coffee, go to work. Um, but yeah, you know, the, the girls have uh, been doing really great the last couple of months. And you know, I know it was like pro tip. Uh, so I'm really, really happy to text monthly, put that in there about a breakfast tacos, but people have been wanting us to do them on Saturday. So actually this Saturday, um, oh. we're going to be doing breakfast tacos from 8am to 10am starting this Saturday for now on. So that might be an ongoing thing later no, on. No, it's forever. Oh, forever. <laughs> forever. We're doing breakfast tacos. Saturday. Uh, on Saturdays now. Yep. That's the, so break, the breaking news for this. It's only going to be brisket, egg, and cheese to start off with till we get our feet under our ground, and then we'll add more tacos. But that's just like during the week or those other days. It's just in the mornings, and especially it'll only be – you can't get breakfast tacos later in the day. It's not – No, 6 a.m. to 11 a.m. only, okay. uh, Tuesday through Friday. And are you making the tortillas, or do you have a, guys, do you have somebody that makes it? Your... No, so we use a, we, we use this uh, place here in Grand Prairie that we've been using forever. Everybody keeps on trying to ask us who it is. I can't tell them. Like, oh, don't, uh, don't, don't, don't. <laughs> don't, don't. <laughs> You know, you know, everybody, everybody enjoys our tortilla. So, uh, they, you know, see like this week I ordered 125 tortillas just for Zavala's barbecue for three days. And I believe the girls ordered like 50 or 60 dozen, uh, for them for tacos wow. uh, for the week. So, yeah. so what do you get them for your, do you, are you using them for something else too, or? Oh, so we sell like we sell tortillas, and we have the sloppy ones with our barbecue. So, is it with the swat sloppy uh, one? Okay, because I was going to ask about the sloppy one because yeah, we that. do uh, we do we do fajita nights on Thursday nights too, so people get tortillas with their fajitas. Oh, okay. Well, so let's go over your menu then. So then let's yeah, yeah. let's do it. So what's the other menu other than the the awesome coffee? And then so that are you going to open up another coffee place in not Grand Prairie but somewhere else, right? Um, all over the place because you've brought up so many different things. It's awesome. Our, our ultimate goal, that's our dream, is to have multiple coffee shops. Uh, yeah. But our first job is to open up our first one behind us. Um, so, you know, we're that's in the, the build-up. Yeah, we're in the very early stages of that. So it'll be a drive-through. 
a coffee shop will have a commissary kitchen oh, there. That's cool. So we can hold the integrity of the breakfast tacos and ship them out to wherever it ultimately, if you ever get any coffee shops more. Um, and then we'll have some kind of like uh, beer garden ish um, there. And then hopefully expansion for more smokers. If we need them, we're, we're, we're lucky and we hope uh, we're forced to do it faster and sooner yeah, than, uh, than we're anticipating. So what's up? What's on the Zavala's barbecue menu all the time? Yeah. yeah. So uh, we are open Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So every single day we have Turkey, we have 44 farms brisket, we have pulled pork. Uh, we have three types of sausage. We have our pizza pepper sausage. That's an homage to Jordan Jackson and Roland uh, out in East Texas. And then we have our uh, jalapeno and cheese. It's actually less spicy than our pizza pepper sausage. Oh, really? And then we have, we have a brisket boudin that Jordan taught us uh, that we've been doing for you know a couple of years. Well, let's go back um, really quick because I remember in our interview, it's popping back in my head, Jordan, Jordan Jackson, and also uh, Reed. Reed. Yep. Are, are kind of like your big brothers in barbecue, right? Yep, yep. Okay. For sure. Yeah, See? yeah. Uh, I remember some I'm stuff still, in life. <laughs> yeah, no, that was three years ago. Yeah, they're, uh, you know. They're, you still talk to them? Oh, yeah, all the time. I actually just had uh, lunch with uh, Jordan uh, recently, and then uh, me and Reed, we text all the time. Yeah. Like, it's like, we did it. We did it. Nice. Uh, I need to text Jordan again. I haven't talked to, I've talked to him in about a month or so, but he said, what a great guy. He's uh, absolutely through a lot, but it's, we all have, yeah, yeah. yeah. he's a, uh, he's great people. Reed's great people. I'm really fortunate to have them in my life. Back to your menu. <laughs> no, I was going to say that. No, no, they, you know, they're real fundamental. So it's a pizza, pizza, pepper, pizza. jalapeno cheddar, and then a brisket boudin. And then, uh, we have ribs. Let's see, is that everything? Oh, then we have sloppy one. That's every day. Uh, and what is and a sloppy one? And 44 farm brisket. Uh, sloppy one is another homage to East Texas and to Jordan and uh, all them. They have sloppy Joe's. It's, you know, just brisket and yeah. uh, pulled pork with barbecue sauce. So we're like, shit, like we need to do something. So we did the sloppy one. So we put it in a tortilla, made it a taco and uh, people love it. It's a, you know, it's been great. And the locals know to order extra tortillas because you make like two or three tacos out of it. So, uh, people, so that's a, is that a, that's a, as they say, pro tip. Oh no, <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> so order, so you, so you can, you can order extra tortillas if you want. Oh, uh, yep. You can order extra tortillas. On Saturdays, uh, we have uh, 44 farm beef ribs and 44 farm uh, beef cheek that we uh, serve on Saturdays. Nice. Can you explain what beef cheek is? Yeah. So uh, it's literally the cheek in the, the cow, but, but most people, you know, when they eat barbacoa, if it's not just uh, offshoot, not Chipotle. <laughs> yeah, me. Uh, t- typically, it's all gachete or all beef cheek. Um, in traditional traditional barbacoa, it's a whole cow head. So you'll have the sweet breads, the beef cheek, and then um, uh, the tongue that's all mixed uh, mixed together. Um, we do uh, we we did whole heads every uh, cow heads every once in a while, but we consistently uh, you know and we shred our beef cheek. We don't slice it, and uh, people people absolutely love it. Do you sell it? By the pound, right? So and yeah, people- by the pound. Like everything's by the pound. And uh, I know some places like you have to order half pound. Like if you just want a little dollop, you get a dollop. If you want one slice, you get one slice. We don't care. Like we get it. Barbecue is expensive. And for me personally, like when I go to a barbecue, I'm like, can I get a slice of lean? Can I get a sausage? One rib? Like, yeah, that's yeah. All I want. Like I don't. I don't need uh, a lot of barbecue. Well, and that's that's what makes it really nice when you could do that because then you could try a bunch of different things and it's yeah and it doesn't it's not like seventy eight. Hey, but the one thing I do do wherever <laughs> I go is like give me all the sides because everybody's sides are amazing. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I like I can just eat sides and I'll be good. And that's a different thing too. That wasn't like that 
five years ago or 10 years ago. It was, it's oh, like, yeah. Side, it's like a side renaissance. Oh, for sure. And there's so much, so much great sides. What are your sides? So we have, uh, we changed our salad. It was a traditional salad. Now we call it Hill Country Potato Salad. It's red potatoes, uh, ranch, uh, bacon, green onion, salt, pepper. Um, I love it. It's really good. Um, we, do a, we do a jalapeno cheese hominy. So everybody calls it our version of mac and cheese. Um, whole bunch of cheese, jalapenos, uh, salt and pepper in the smoker with hominy is really good. And then we do uh, pops beans. It's my dad's borracho beans. Uh, you know, pico de gallo beans, uh, beer in it. And then uh, we have our uh, spicy coleslaw. That's coleslaw made with some uh, jalapenos in there. It's nice and refreshing. Wow. Did you grow up eating hominy? Uh, yeah, yeah. So, you know, my family's from South Texas. So down in Zavala County, actually, in Crystal City. Um, so, you know, like growing up, like, of course, you eat it in menudo. But like sometimes you're just hungry. You would just put it in the microwave with some butter and salt pepper. And you would just eat it. Out wow, that, sound, that sounds really good. No, I've never had it that way. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it just comes in a can, right? So you just yeah. like drain the juice and throw some butter, throw in the microwave and throw salt and pepper. Then here, go eat that. All right. <laughs> and it's filling. Yeah, it'll fill you up a little bit. That's interesting. Because oh, yeah. I'm sure a lot of people listening to this probably haven't had hominy and might not even know what it is, which is yeah, awesome. Yeah, for sure. Cool. Yeah, people love it. And it's just, uh, you like, you take a bite and you're like, holy cow, this is this is good. And you just keep on eating it. Wow. So, okay. So then th- there's those, you also, you also have dessert, right? Yeah. So we have a uh, banana pudding and then uh, we have a uh, spicy candy uh, that one of my good friends, uh, sister makes it's uh, you know, sometimes it's gushers or uh, lifesaver gummies and um, it's chamoy and spicy uh, tahini on it. And it's funny. Everybody's like, is this CBD? I'm like, no, <laughs> I guess we probably, probably I guess we got to get in the business. Man. Yeah, maybe that's a, a business down the road for 2022. Yeah. yeah, I think you have a lot going on. It's it's just it's nice to catch up with you. And I wanted to, I just wanted people to hear your story and hear like it's it hasn't been an easy road, cancer regardless. Like it's just because there's a lot of different steps that you had to take. And you were what was it like when you went from one day to was it one day to three days and then to four or is that a yeah, no, we went to one days and then we were like uh, let's do like taco night and they were like hey well let's do like like only chicken one day. Um, but you know, as we grew, we also hired people and people need to support their families. So we had to open more days so yeah, we can make sure that sense. we paid them. Uh, and then I had to realize I had to let go. Like, I'm not going to be able uh, to do this all on my, my own. And I had to trust my team and I had to tell them it's okay to make mistakes. Like we all make them like, don't get it. Like, I don't want them to be afraid to make mistakes. Like it's okay that's the only way we learn and also just make sure we're always tasting the food. Cause we got, like we have one shot, you know, when people come in here, especially since barbecue is expensive and it is, yeah. it's like, you want to make sure like people get the best experience and also enjoy what they're eating. So always, we're always tasting, making sure um, the quality is where it needs to be. Why 44 farms? It's been a great partnership. You know, Jose, our, 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 uh, our rep, like we've uh, we just really clicked from the very beginning, like four, four and a half years ago. Um, and we know we started off with the beef belly, like, we're like, what the hell do we do with beef belly? So we started making sausage with it and then we were able to get beef cheek. Like, yes. So we started selling that Then we were able to get beef ribs. Like, yes. And then one day we we're able to, you know, get a couple of briskets and it's just, uh, you know, we've been cut off also from them in the past. Cause you know, they only slaughter, uh, or harvest 200 cattle, yeah. head of cattle a week. So that's literally 400 briskets. That's all they have. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we're really lucky that we're able to get them, but we also utilize the ground beef for burger nights. 
Uh, we also utilize their fajitas for fajitas. Like we make sure that we try to, to utilize everything that we can. And their hot dogs are awesome too. They're really- and we do chili dogs. Actually, we're we're uh, happy to go down there tomorrow to cater um, uh, for forty four. And uh, we're also oh, taking cool. chili for them because their bull sells this Saturday. So they'll be putting our chili uh, made with 44 farm brisket that we grind up um, <laughs> on, on their hot dogs. So oh, that's uh, so great. That's yeah. I just, I just it, kind of found them like six months ago. Maybe it was Matt Pittman, I think told me about them. So it was, yeah, yeah. Matt, Matt uses them uh, for his stuff too. And then, you know, it's just been a really great uh, relationship uh, and partnership and, you know, their family and, uh, and, and we've worked really closely together and I'm really, really lucky to be part of their team. It's just really awesome that we're able to use a product that's here in Texas and have a really deep relationship with them. Yeah. Um, they, they, uh, they truly care about what they do without they a truly doubt. care about their partnerships. And, uh, we're just really lucky to be part of it. Cause I think when we first talked, wasn't it, it was, you were just getting the, like the beef belly that was like, it was, I think, I think, I think, or bad, but I think you explained to me, you might've been the one that explained how difficult it is to get 44 farms. I think it's, that may be yeah. told what it was. No, no, it, it definitely is. And, uh, you know, it's a select group of people. Like it's not, yeah, you know, it, it is, but you, you do have the ability like to get stuff. It's just, yeah. you know, again, there's only 400 briskets. Yes. Um, no, it is. And, you know, we're not, like, again, like I was telling you, like, we're not selling a hundred briskets a week. So, um, it's just a good partnership. Right. And I don't think, I don't see ourselves, uh, ever getting to, you know, some of these places that do a hundred briskets a day. Like, that's just like, that's a whole different, that's level, like right? Franklin crazy. Like when I'd hear like the numbers they did, I'm like, Oh my God. Yeah, and, then, came that. and also like Evie Mays, like yeah, so great, yeah. the partnership that they have at the grocery store. I can only imagine, you know, they're open seven days a week all day long. Yeah. So there's a lot of food that you got to make sure that you have. That's insane. And so, and so is, um, you could order online ahead too. Isn't that, that's semi new. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that's, that's how we got started was uh, DMS and online ordering. So we're never going to go away from that. And, uh, we, people have the ability to pre-order, uh, online. Uh, I just updated our website probably about three weeks ago, a yeah. month ago. Um, and you know, everything's all online. You can pay online. You get your receipt. Yeah. Meat separate. Then you have the sides and yep. Meat separate side separate. And then, uh, whenever we have our holiday specials, we'll have that on there too. Okay. And then, and if it, you order those ahead, do you have to wait in line or do, is there a separate no, line? No, you, or? Just, you just, you know, from 10 to 11's pickup, you just come on in or if you need to add a note that you're not going to pick up to later on, uh, we'll know. And uh, okay. no, just, you just walk right in. You don't have to worry about that. Hopefully. Can... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But that's though, that's good for people to know because it would make sense, especially with Texas monthly top 50 coming out and just in general, it's just it's smart to order ahead and then it helps. You know. hopefully we'll see that that's the that's the ultimate uh that's the ultimate goal but then also too you have merch that is available through yeah, yeah. through your website but it's it's uh tumbleweed texas tumbleweed. yeah uh, like this is one of the shirts uh well i'm wearing one right now oh this yeah, is, yeah. i have like seven of them <laughs> yeah i love Deb, Deb and brian are amazing people we're really fortunate that they make our merch they make our logo or make all of our designs oh, cool. okay it's a great partnership and now uh, you can go on their website. You can order our stuff. Our hats are about to be on there too. Oh, cool. Okay. And we're, we're so blessed to have a partnership with them. Grand Prix is awesome. That's hey, you cool. know, they're, they're, uh, they're, we were fortunate enough to work with them to name our street brisket lane right next to us. So we're located on main and brisket lane. It's is it for real? Yeah, no, it's hundred percent. I think it's the only brisket street name in the U S or in the world. Like I looked up, no one else has it. I'm so surprised. No, no one I, had it. 
That's awesome. Okay, cool. So those, okay. So I'll put that image. If you're watching this on the YouTube side, or if you're listening to the podcast, go to the, the beginning. I'll have that photo that you have of Briskin and Maine. And I thought it was kind of like a yeah, inside if joke. I, if, if memory serves me right, I think uh, Ministers of Smoke took that picture. That's really nice. Oh, the one. Okay. So Joe, another, yes. another Joe. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. What a cool guy too. What a nice, like he's that's, amazing. He, he's the nicest guy in the world. Such a nice guy, and he's just so talented, and and he really cares about what he's doing, and he's also a dead like a dental a, a dental lawyer, which is yeah, so, yeah. We're all doing side side hustles, but this is is there anything else that people should know? I guess uh, I'm trying to think of. I don't think I think we covered almost everything. I just I just wanted to catch up with you, Joe, but I I definitely wanted to give everyone the info too. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. And I, I'm, I'm again, I'm so grateful that you reached out. Uh, no, like I just you know, it's as think you're not going to be able to do anything just you just just go like yeah. even as hard as it gets just keep it going like it is what it is like don't yeah. beat yourself up don't be scared to fail i can tell you a hundred different stories where we fell yeah. and uh it just made us better yeah and there's three thousand plus barbecue joints in texas so being on the top 50 number one is really special but also too there are so many others out there to try too so be for you know make sure people uh support yeah, everybody like, we started in our backyard making two briskets in Oklahoma Joe, getting orders in a DM. Crazy. Back in 20, January 1, 2016. Was it 2016? So, ah, yeah. That's, and now, and now you're on a very coveted list and it's, it's, it's going to be fun. It'll be fun to see. And it's also like a brethren of people, 50 different barbecue joints that you're part of that group. That's, yeah. And, you know, that's one thing I, I've told myself as I gone through everything, I want to really, slow down enjoy the moment and i think that was the first time in a long time that i was able to enjoy the moment soak it in yeah it, it seemed awesome. like you really let loose like it was yeah very emotional and it's and it and you don't get to do that that much anymore especially with covid too like we're all kind of trapped yeah you know i know i was kind of freaking out about that but then i realized all of us in the restaurant industry and all of us are yeah vaccinated of and, course and, and i granted i know there's no stuff but we're outside and i have my booster and you know it's still scary like that's the thing that we're always like but you also have that, but I was meaning more like you have that pent up energy. Like we all have that oh, pent up kind of. It was just great to be able to celebrate and enjoy it with friends and family. Like it was great. My parents were here. They were enjoying it. We had regulars. Oh, that's cool. Regulars bringing us bottles. Like they were drinking with us, partying with us. It was, I, I couldn't dream up a better day. Like, like a lot of our regulars were here enjoying the moment with us. And it was beautiful. Oh, that's so beautiful. And, and is, is there a message that you can give someone if they're just got diagnosed with cancer and they're just, just... it sucks. I'm not going to lie. And I'm not going to tell you that it's getting easy because it's not, yeah. but I've been really good. Like don't push people away. Like have a close team and don't, don't be afraid to have conversations with people because I had conversations with people that they didn't know it, but it was, the conversation I needed helped you like, so much. Okay. Yeah. It gave, gave me hope. Um, so, you know, like, and I try when I see somebody that is that posts or something like, Hey, like if you need to talk, like, and I tell everybody, like, I wish I could tell you that I, I didn't do this, but sometimes like I was in my car and I would just cuss and yell as loud as I can, but it, it was my way of coping. Right. So mm -hmm. everybody has a different way of coping and what it, whatever it is, just do it. it there's mm -hmm. not a right way to cope. Yeah. And it's okay. And it's okay to, to embrace your feelings because they're real and that's how you feel and what you're going yep. through.
Wow. And, well, uh, I'm glad it was a different scenario than it could have been. That's this is. Yeah. Yeah. And, but you know, it's like one of those things like, yeah, you know, like uh, it, it can always come back. So, you know, it's just trying to enjoy every single day and every single moment. Cause you never know. You're truly born again on June 8th of 2020. That's like during the whole, but that must yeah, have been my, such a weird thing. Yeah. And I couldn't do it without my wife. She was, uh, she's the one that kept everything afloat. Um, uh, if it wasn't for her, I definitely uh, would not be here. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's yeah. Yeah. Cause you know, like, and that's the other thing, like everybody knows my journey, but she was, she was, she was part of that, that whole journey and had, had to be strong and had all those feelings in her as yeah. we were going through the whole treatment. So, you know, it's always uh scary for her. Oh, for sure. Ah, well, you're a good, you're a good guy. And I can't wait to visit you in person and actually see you, but it was nice to see your face and, and I'll, I'll share this with the world and hopefully soon, hopefully by the end of this year, or early next, I will visit you in person. Maybe, but maybe that time the lines die down a bit, but. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Thank you again for reaching out. Thank oh, you thank again you, for everything you, you do for the barbecue community. Cause you know, I know it's hard work and you know, yeah. all of us were, uh, you know, trying to survive and, you know, thank trying you. My so best. Yeah. I'm trying my best. Uh, yeah. Just to, to do as much as I can while I'm, I'm here helping my mom. So I, I, I appreciate you. Seating wise, is there a lot of seating for people? Or? Yeah, we have a lot of outdoor seating. We have like 10, 10 footers or eight footer picnic tables. Oh, cool. You know, inside we have four, four tops. Um, but we have the ability to add as many picnic tables as we need in the back. Like we have a whole cool. back yeah. area. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. So people can so, come and enjoy. Oh yeah, yeah. And we have the tables, you know, separated and stuff just so people still feel safe. Because I get it. Like, like if I see like, Someplace I walk in, if I see a really crowded place, I'm like, oh, yeah, it makes me a little anxious too. I get, yeah, yeah. I get a little anxious. Especially if they don't have outdoor dining, I'm like, oh, you know, maybe let's just get it to go. <laughs> yeah, I know. I've done the same thing. It's so, but there will be a time. Like I was telling someone at like a supermarket, I'm like, when, it'll be weird to like to say, like, remember when we used to have to wear masks? Like that'll be a weird time. I hope it comes <laughs> sometimes. So. I know. I know. Texas it I came know. quicker, but it's, I mean, just in general. Like, I think. Oh, no. I, you know, the funny thing is, about 20 percent of people walk in still coming with masks um oh that's good to know yeah yeah we, we still like it's funny everybody like <laughs> talks oh but now there's there's i know 20 percent doesn't sound like a lot but you would think it'd be zero percent but no that's for texas that's good that's that's that shows that there's people that at least are, are concerned about it they might have like underlying conditions and stuff like you yeah and i think there's a lot of people that uh are eating outside over inside too yeah yeah that makes sense it's so great sure. to see you and uh, no thank you thank you again whatever you need give us a holler Cool. Thanks. All right. Take care. Have a good night. Bye. Bye.